Tickets, Tips, and Takes. I'm a host, Brendan Peterman. We got another host. His name is Louis Fontenot. Hey now. Hey, yeah. I survived. I survived COVID a second time. That was fun. I I appreciate your tenacity to survive like Leo DiCaprio in The Revenant. <laughs> Close. <laughs> More like in Titanic, except for the part where I was able to share the, the door. In your this. wife loves you. That's what that yeah, means. Yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah. Good still haven't figured out why, but she still loves you. Yes. It's a mystery to me. It's fine. <laughs> All marriage jokes aside, folks. Yep. There's a lot of marriages and divorces going on in college football. And mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Lewis and I were going to do a little uh, quick fire here for you. Uh, Lewis, let's do it. Is the smugness of the SEC going to be its downfall? <laughs> in a short answer, no. I know you want it to be because you're a Big Ten guy, and a lot of people want the SEC to go away. But I mean, if you're just going to look at national champions, in football over the past, let's call it however many years, not a lot of teams that aren't from the SEC. I don't so, disagree with you at all. What I'm saying is going forward with the NIL and yeah. the fact that the Big Ten made a splash, and now it seems like, and it, it, this died off a little bit, but the, the Big 12 and the Pac-12 and even mm-hmm. some teams from the ACC were going to try to get together, like, are they getting the wrong teams together? Who, SEC? Yeah. Well, adding Oklahoma, Texas immediately makes you 16, and that's a pretty strong conference. We can argue the semantics of South Carolina, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, kind of at the back end all day long. You could probably sub those three out with the three likes of a Clemson, Florida State, Miami. You could. Yep. But overall – I would take that 16 against any other 16, even with the bottom three being the way they are. I don't have a problem with it as it sits right now. I have a problem with it as it sits going forward. It's so regionalized right. that I feel yeah. it might hurt. I feel like they've they've almost done themselves in by going, mm-hmm. oh, no, no, we're going to hunker down on just this area of the country. And, yes, there's there's a movement there for them to continue, don't get me wrong. And maybe for another five, six years, that does. I'm talking 10, 15 years down the road, which I hope we're still doing this. Yeah. Where we go back and go, you know what? Uh, that's the day it moves. And it's yeah. not just a big 10 thing. Like I, I don't want one conference being that good. I wonder if not- there's ever going to be a day where the SEC, right? When we're talking 10, 15 years down the road, where they just, you know, Nick Saban does see it in the tea leaves that the SEC is just going to swallow up conferences, whole conferences. There's going to be like, all right, ACC, you're under our banner. Big 12, you're under our banner. Now we have 36 teams or, you know, some wild number by then. It's possible. Hey, I, just a quick, let's do a little quick pop quiz. You ready? And I trust you. I, I know your knowledge. How many teams are not from the SEC who's won a title in the last, let's call it 15 years? From 2006 till now, name a non-SEC school to win a national title. Florida State. Yep. Ohio State. Yep. Clemson. Yep. That's it. Yep. Clemson twice. But let's just say in the new SEC, you take Florida State and Clemson, then your only one is Ohio State. So that's why the SEC acts the way they do. They, they, I get it. They whip it out. They put it on the table and they say, mine's bigger. 
And well, they also rigged it that way too. Let's be <laughs> well, that's true. That's I mean, not a lie. <laughs> this is this is I I, I liken it to uh, the National Lampoon's Vegas Vacation mm-hmm. with the Griswolds, where uh, Clark and and Eddie walk into the casino, and Eddie goes, "Clark, they play some funny games here, and it's guess a number between one and ten. Six. Nope, it's three. You know, like yeah, it's, exactly." Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's not it's not the easiest uh, to break through, no right. doubt. But I, I don't know what the answer is in terms of disintegrating the SEC. I don't think that's how it's going to happen. I think they'll just keep becoming more and more powerful. It's kind of like the evil empire, right? I mean, when is it going to stop? It it would take something crazy. So I just, I mean, I having. Having looked at everything and having seen everything, I'm just, I, it amazes me. I know Notre Dame's not going to go to the SEC, but what are they waiting for? Notre Dame. Um, that's a great question. I think Notre Dame is hoping like 10 teams just come out of the woodworks magically and like wants to form a conference with them, I'm guessing. Because I really don't know. I mean, what should they be doing? I mean, if, if I'm the Notre Dame AD, I'm thinking Big Ten. Come on, let's do it. Come grab us in Syracuse and let's be the new Big Ten. And, and I'd be fine Why with that. that? Sense? Yep. Um, I my biggest issue with all of this is is if they're asking for too much money, okay. Well, we expect right. that, right? They're mm-hmm. no if they're asking for teams that the Big Ten doesn't want, like if, right. if the difference here is is hey, we want Oregon, you want Stanford, and then Notre Dame comes back and goes, then we want more money. Yeah. Okay, well. Somebody cave because both right. this this is a lose lose and a win win. It's mm-hmm. lose lose if you don't cave. It's win win if somebody does. It doesn't have to be any particular side. I don't care which side caves. Right. But let's, yeah. um, let's get this yeah. done. Like I'm I'm over it. I, I think Notre Dame is is towing the line saying we're not going to cave because we're Notre Dame, and brand and prestige will only take you so far. And I get it, you know, just thinking at it as a fashion world thing, right? right. Louis Vuitton is as popular as it was 20 years ago, right? Yeah. Something like that. And it's going to stay that way until yeah. something crazy happens. And I'm guessing Notre Dame's thinking that way. But honestly, Notre Dame needs to put another skin or two on the wall before they can start demanding. If they, if they, they railed off two titles in four years. Sure. Great. They could name their price. Their and email, by the way, whatever. Yeah. I want them to. What Brian Kelly did to that program, I want Freeman and uh, is it Reese, right? Reese yeah. stayed as the OC. Yeah. And Freeman was the DC, now the head coach. Mm-hmm. I want the young guys to win. I want that to be the new Notre Dame. I'm tired of watching, you know, minus, I think, Tyrone Willingham. I'm tired of watching, uh, middle-aged white guy coach at Notre Dame. I think this is going to be refreshing to see at that university. I think they did the right thing that way. Um, it's, funny that you brought up, it's funny you brought up Ty. He, and and I, I, I don't have it pulled up, so you can pull it up while I'm saying this. Do you actually know what his record was? Ty Willingham? Yeah. It was pretty good from what I it remember. It was damn good. It's That's actually, terrible. if you look at a college coach at a successful program – that man got hosed. I can't name it off the top of my head, but I will tell you, it was damn good for some, and they just didn't want him. 
and that 21 was, and 15 at Notre Dame. And his first I mean, season was terrible because he inherited absolute shit. Was it the first year that was terrible? Um, yeah, the first year was terrible, and then they didn't beat USC. The 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 okay. Reggie Bush pushing yep. Leinard in, yep, did him in is what the problem was. Um, but seriously, I I, I always thought Ty Willingham was a good coach. He yep. says here his college football record was 76, 88, and one, but honestly, he's no worse than Cliff Kingsbury. So no, <laughs> I no. I can't stand Cliff Kingsbury, and if the Cardinals don't win, I'm gonna be okay with that. I just I don't know. There's something about that guy. I don't want you playing video games, little boy. Yeah, pretty much. Oh my so, god, that was that was the most yeah, no, I, game I, I've I, seen in ages. I'm like, all all the kids are doing it now. I mean, my my son. I don't know if yours does or not. My goodness, if I need him quiet, I give him a tablet. Oh yeah, any any sort of screen time for children, whether TV or pad or you know tablet, yep. whatever you call it, absolutely. They're 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 done in for. They become little zombies. Yep. It's good for road trips, no doubt. Great for road trips. Yep. Especially if you download all the content previous, you don't have to use the internet. It works out nice. Yep. Anyway, that's a little off topic. Um, yep. You got another quick fire question for me? I, I do. Uh, you know, I, I who are your darlings this season? Whether they be Power Five, whether they be Group of Five, where, where are we going with this? And whom are we picking? All right. Well, I don't want to step too much on my picks for the power five, but I'll at least give my group of five team right now. And here's why, you know, when I give a group of five team, you have to look at a couple things. One continuity of team, right? Correct. And two, it's all about schedule. Are That's you playing? Eddie got in last year. Yeah. Are you playing uh, Eastern Illinois for your home opener? No. If you're not playing them, you, you've got a shot here. And this isn't my favorite team, even though I'm from the area. And, you know, some people that I know will hear me say this and I'm like, oh, how dare you crap on my on my team? I'm not crapping on your team and just not a huge fan of them. University of Houston. Can't believe I'm saying this, but the Cougs out of the American Conference. Here's you don't why. say. Wait, Here's the Cougars? You've been talking about the Cougars being in the top 15 every year, but this is the year to do it. And here's why it's all about schedule. Okay. Okay. First three games out the gate, their non-conference schedule. Back then you would look at it and go, Oh, that's kind of weak, but now it's actually improved. First game out the gate at UTSA, the conference USA team that was undefeated last year. They're getting votes. They're getting votes. So right away, you play at UTSA. You go in there and throttle them. Good start. Then you go play a, what I call a power five, kind of middle of the road team. And that's at Texas Tech. Now at Texas Tech in September, hot as you know what, it's about 106 outside. If you can go win that game, now you're 2-0. and Then you come home and you're home for Kansas should be an absolute smashing of Kansas. Now, I'm not circling that on my picks for yeah. week three or week four, whatever it is, but week three, I'm yeah. circling it for week You're not three, circling week it, but we're going to find out what the spread is on that one. Trust yeah. me, folks. You'll hear about that one in the future. And then the rest of the way, they have their normal conference schedule. Now, in their conference schedule this year, something else of note, they're not playing Cincinnati. So 
If they're going to play Cincinnati, that means they would play them in the championship the conference championship. Yep. So if you can navigate those first three games, take out UTSA and Texas Tech, Kansas should be a walk. Then you got Rice, Tulane, you know, at Memphis, kind of a hard game. At SMU in Dallas, eh, kind of a hard one. Mm-hmm. Even at East Carolina t- towards the end of the schedule. But, cool. Yeah, so they got three. They got three road games that are pretty hard at Memphis, at SMU, at East Carolina. But if you can navigate the the schedule, then you've got Cincinnati in that conference championship game. And then if they give them a game, now you have a shot at being the group of five darling. That's my choice this year. It's funny you mentioned one team there. Um, Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, I've got East Carolina. East Carolina. Because, like you said, and again, their schedule is not as good as that, but – their opener at mm-hmm. home is NC State. Yes. And, folks, just so you understand, East Carolina is in North Carolina. So that's like a pretty regional rivalry game right there. Correct. And But you also pointed out they do play Houston. So mm-hmm. you, and I are, you and I are going to cross picks very hard here. We're, we're going to eat some crow, somebody. And I'm yeah. You know that 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 might that might nope. be the uh, the crow eating game of the year as far as we're concerned. But and then it's a five game stretch. Yep. And really, it's a three game stretch, but a three game stretch with a buy in there. But they're yep. five games in a row: home for Memphis, home for UCF, then at BYU on a Friday night. Yep. So that's a tough little stretch. Then they get a buy. Then they go at Cincinnati, home for Houston. And so, I'm sorry, but that's the schedule. That's the that five. You're playing, you're playing top 25 teams throughout the, yeah. the year. And, and just so everybody five, knows, Houston's already ranked 25. You're actually – you're picking a darling that I like. Because they're already ranked. They're already yeah. ranked. I'm taking mine because if they're and not – Cincinnati been ranked that high last year, they'd be in the title. Sorry, right. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. That's fine. But, I mean, like, this is, this is one of those where – They're set up for it. They're set up for it. And if they ran it, I don't. Are they in the same division as Houston? Yes, East Carolina and Houston are the same side. Right. So, so someone's going to. Wonder if that game is going like there's going to well either rematch with East Carolina versus Cincy. We're assuming. Right. Well, East Carolina at Cincy is already booked for ESPN too, so that's going right. to be a game. But, yeah, that's but like and and remember, East Carolina almost knocked off Cincy. East yeah, Carolina needed 18 penalties to get one yard last year. Because. The, the thing about going undefeated in your own conference is there's just so many potholes. There's just yep. so many roadblocks, obstacles. Well, we talked about it. We said which team's going to knock somebody off and then lose, what, two, three games in conference, and you Easily. lose one, you're done. And Darlings by the way, you have to go undefeated. That's the future problem I see, foresee for UCLA, USC, right? Right. The Southern Cal kid who now has to go play in New Jersey – Let's use another team. How about Madison, Wisconsin? Yep. Right. Uh, how about how about the frozen tundra of Minnesota? Yeah, dude. Like seriously, At some field, of the games are going to be rough. scheduled day games on purpose because at night you get hurt. That's not yeah. a joke. That's not me. That's not no, no, that's no, not right. my Greenland joke. That is actual fact. Penn yeah. State was going to move their game against Minnesota a couple of years ago. They wanted it to be prime time, and people at Minnesota said. What you want to walk out with 80 injuries? Yeah. 40 per team. No thanks. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. All right. Well, we did our group of five, darlings. You want to get down to the meat of it right here? Oh, absolutely. All right. Power five.
preview picks. We're just going to pick who we think from all the Power Five conferences. They're just going to straight win you out their conference. Tell me the conferences. I'll playoffs. Tell my, I'll tell you my winner. Yeah, we're not going to say playoffs necessarily. We've kind of already gone through that, but who we think will win each one and kind of the path we see for it. So you ready? We're going to go. Uh, you want to go west to east? Sure. Why not? All right. So let's start with the Pac-12. Who do you got? My my darling of all of this is UCLA. Okay. There's something there. I I think there's a good program brewing. Mm-hmm. They'll tell you that they're the ones that initiated the contact with the Big Ten. We know that's bullshit. Yeah. Because well. uh, we know it was USC. <laughs> and they called US, UCLA and said, do you want in or not? Mm-hmm. But I I I I don't ever like the Pac-12 rankings ahead of schedule. Yeah. And when I tell you there's like four or five of them, like Utah was a great team last year. Oregon was a great team. Okay. We always base the rankings on the previous year. Well, guess what? It's not the way it ends up. Mm-hmm. I think UCLA could go run a little bit of the table and sneak in there. So that's that's my that's, that's my one darling pick. The rest are going to be pretty straightforward. Pretty. Yeah, mine is going to be Utah. I'm going with Utah. Okay. Once again, you look at the schedule. You start at Florida. That's uh, Napier's first game there out of UL. Mm-hmm. Now he's at Florida, so that's a game you could possibly win. Then you're home for Southern Utah. Then you play home for San Diego State. A non-conference game, but kind of a regional game there, too. And with San Diego State, the way they played the last couple of years, that might actually help you in terms of rankings. And then after that, you got to run through your, you know, Got to run through your Pac-12 schedule. And they got a couple games in there that are going to be interesting. I think they got home for Arizona, home for Stanford at Oregon. That's kind of a rough three-game stretch. But once you're in conference, that's kind of stuff you got to win. So I'm pick, I'm going to Utah here. Okay. All right, next one. I think geographically it's the Big 12. Yeah, we're – One of that sounds yeah. weird. It's going to get weirder as, as the years go on. Yeah, it kind of does. So <laughs> Big Twelve, the East could could be the Big Ten, or they could be last at this point. Be the Big so. Niner, for all I know in the future. Yep. Who knows? All right, Big Twelve. Who do you have? I like Baylor. Yeah, me too. I like Baylor. I'm. I, there's. I can't believe in Oklahoma after the coaching change. I can't like. I'm. I'm. I'm not there. Yep. I, Oklahoma State could be a close second for me. Um. Texas, who got one first place vote. Wow. But they're ranked 18th. So obviously somebody uh, jumped a shark on that one, or should we say Sark? Um, yeah, jokes. So we're, we're I, I, I'm a Baylor. I, I, I just, I like their team. I like their program. They've rebuilt after Bryles left. I'm yeah. out there. Aranda has them on a whole nother path. Absolutely. And, yeah. You know, you, you just look at schedule-wise, right? Yep. Okay, yep. so they're at BYU. That's a tough game to start out the road. But then you look at their, quote, toughest games, you're home for Oklahoma State, and you're at OU. Meh. Oh, and you got Black Friday at Texas, if Texas is even around at that point. I Yeah. I'm not, that's it. I mean, Don't even get me on, started dude. on them. Yeah. No, I'm, that, I'm – that's, that's your three hardest games? Really? <laughs> Come on, that that ain't, that's a that's a cakewalk for Baylor. They should win the conference. It's not even probable. Gotcha. All right, Big Ten. I know you're a homer. I'm ready to hear it. You got Penn State winning it, don't you? You have Penn State winning. No, the I do not. You don't. I oh. believe in OSU's quarterback. I'm. Are sorry. you sick? I, I'm, Is there something wrong with you? 
Joe McDonald's probably going to send me some flowers or chocolates or edible arrangements. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking OSU. I, out of, out of the, and we'll get to this later. Out of the top four that are anointed already, mm-hmm. I there are two teams I really believe in. They're one of them. I, I, I believe they can do it. Now, this is one thing that I will say, and this happened to Bama last year. When you lose two top ten – well, they weren't top ten in the draft, but two – Top tier wide receivers in one year. Can mm-hmm. that affect you? It can. They still have their running back. They still got their defense. I'm I'm still going. Plus you. That... What? Plus you. They lost Justin Jefferson. Then Jamar Chase sat out a year and yeah. Clyde's yeah. Edward Tillaire went to the draft. So they lost yeah. three skilled players and yep. boom. All of a sudden yep. now they're not the same. So yep. you're right. Yep. I'm with you. I I but I I think they're okay yeah yeah i hate to go against ohio state um and i'm not gonna now does ohio state have some tough ones on the board absolutely um they, they gotta play at, they gotta play at state yeah they got I, Notre that's, Dame. that's our whiteout game i they have not fared well in those in those environments in the past and we do have a four-year starting quarterback in clifford right so home for notre dame Home for Wisconsin, eh, okay. Then you have two road games that are kind of in there, at Michigan State, then at Penn State. So, yeah, those are eh, – you got to – you can't look ahead is our point, as always. Well, and I mean, of course, the, the worst one of them all, and, and this might play, I don't believe in this team as much as I did last year, which mm-hmm. I actually I, – I I was impressed with the coaching job that, that Harbaugh did, but I don't think Michigan's as good this year. But that game is always contested. Tough, yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, ACC. I'm kind of skipping ahead a little. I uh, yeah, I figured we would. <laughs> yeah, you know how I roll. Ah, hey now. You know me too well. Hey now. Yes. All right, <laughs> who you got? ACC. You go first. I really want to say someone else because I, I I think they actually have a shot at it. I would think that Wake Forest has an outside chance, but it's all based off of their game in September. And I'm still going with Clemson. I hate it. Because it's like okay, so so I'm gonna say my dark horse, I'm not picking them, is Miami. Miami. (laughs) I I think they got a shot this year. I think they're on the right path. I they just got the coach from Oregon. There's there's possibilities there. I don't think it happens first year, but there's possibilities. I'm gonna take Clemson as well. I can't, I don't. I don't believe them in the top four. We'll get to that later. But I believe the ACC is theirs. I don't think NC State is as good as advertised. I like Wake. I like Miami. I think there's a game or two they could trip up there. Yeah, there's a couple games that can get a little dicey. They're not going to lose them all, but they they could lose one. They could lose one or two and still in conference easily. Yep. 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 You're right. No doubt. All right. Last one left. I know you hate it. SEC. I'm going to, I'm going to break this down into two. Okay, go ahead. I got Bama out of the West. Okay. I got Kentucky in the East. Oh, okay. I, I don't think A&M leapfrogs Bama. So that's why I'm picking them in the West. I think Georgia tumbles and I think Kentucky has the right structure to jump up. Now, do I think they beat Bama in the SEC championship game? Buck to the no. 
But wouldn't that be the story of the year? Yeah. Um, Kentucky. Yeah. Kentucky in an SEC championship game. I mean, Listen, seriously. And, and I made this comment to you about other, other fit familial relations. Stoops can pick up the phone to a national championship brother and go, Hey, what do I got to do? He could have him on the sideline for that game. He could, he could, anytime he needs advice, his brother's picking up the phone. And there's just, I, I like him. He's got it on the right. I thought he was going to leave in a heartbeat for certain schools. I heard multiple, like he, I thought he was getting the job at Oklahoma. And then he goes, well, wait, Oklahoma's going to be in my league. So who cares? And they're dumping, they're dumping that basketball money into the football program now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. And I'm sorry, but that's, I, I, I'm going to take Kentucky out of the East. I think there's, I think there's something there. Okay. That's fair. If I were to take someone out of the East, I think it's going to be someone who has a home game against Alabama. So I would take Tennessee out of the East. Okay. But out of the West, I'm taking Alabama. I'm taking Alabama all the way. Oh, now, yeah. if you're going to look at Alabama's schedule and say, where can you fall? Where can you trip? What, you know, what's the, what's the potholes? First things right out of the gate. It's amazing that in week two, Alabama's playing at Texas and Texas only got one first place vote. I wonder which coach could have done that to help his own self out. Did, Who could have done that? Couldn't does, possibly does be Stavon. Did coach at Texas by any chance? Yeah. Did coach, they work coach, together? Coach recently? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Now, Alabama also plays the likes of Utah State, UL Monroe, and Austin P. Not really sure they're they're shaking in their boots there. Why do you always like bring up the urine? I don't I don't understand. Oh, sorry. Oh no, yeah, no, no, no. That 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 one in Tennessee with the hat. Kind of. Cool. I always I always love that the game before Auburn is it's like literally the worst of all the school. Like it's uh, just so funny that he does it every year, and he always defends his choice too. Citadel, uh, oh yeah, Citadel. Uh, who was it? It was it was you. UM always some team like that, yeah. It was wasn't it U, University of uh, Louisiana Monroe one year? Yeah, it's always yeah, a team. Like, like it's that. just it it yeah. he lines that up and I get it. He basically yeah, gives the starters the week off, they go into Auburn game healthy. It's a great strategy, but give me a break. Now here's the hard stretch for them. Three yeah. weeks in a row. Ready? Three weeks in a row. This is once again. You get into the dog days of your conference schedule. And uh, I already know. Ones. I know which three you're going to pick. Yeah, home for A and M. Yep. And at Tennessee, and home for Mississippi State. Dude, Tennessee was giving Georgia all kinds of fits last year, like I mentioned before. So that little stretch right there, A and M, Tennessee, Mississippi State. Good luck. Then you get a buy, luckily, because then you go at LSU, at Ole Miss. I'm not saying they're going to, uh, you know, that. that that somehow they're going to struggle and lose all five of these games. I'm not saying that it no. would take, it would take literally injuries to young and Anderson, both yes. the best, the best offensive and defensive player. In the country going in. Planet, in the country going in. You're absolutely right. Yes. You, would, you could probably lose both of those guys and still go three and two in that stretch because you're Alabama. Um, but those two losses would obviously knock you out of contention for other things. So that's where there's no way they're going to lose that. Now that stretch right there, those five games, good luck, dude. I mean, unless they just I, step I, on the listen, brow. 
if you if you put a gun to my head and said you choose if they're going to lose two, I could choose two, and they might lose two. Now Maybe. I might on an outside shot be going to the A and M game. Oh, nice! That could be fun. I might even be able to get you there. So that's all I'm saying. That could be fun. I, it could be yeah. fun. Now, what I'm going to also say about this is, I don't think that that game they would lose because it's a revenge game, and 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 yeah. we've had a lot of topics on revenge games. Yeah. So that one, I actually think they would win. The letdown would be Tennessee. Yeah. And we talk Tennessee about letdowns game. all the time. So then you come back, you murder Mississippi State. Let's be honest. Murder. Um, Straight murder. Maybe mass murder. Maybe we even liken it to Jamestown. Drink okay. damn Kool-Aid. Okay. Yeah. But okay. then Brian Kelly has one game circled this particular year. Yeah. At LSU. Okay. Yeah. Well, guess Our what? anniversary day. Exactly. By the way, this always falls this way. Um, when we got married, the actual <laughs> Saturday that we got married, it was Alabama LSU. It's that first weekend in November, always. And so we can always tell when our when our anniversary rolls around, we're like oh, Alabama LSU this weekend, no doubt. Yep. So, every single year. So, but here's here's the other game that's circled. Lane Kiffin wants a piece. Oh yeah, and that's the next week, and it's at Ole Miss. And you know what? Okay. I love about that game right there, time, TBD. I'm telling you, if Alabama keeps going undefeated and they, they get on a roll and all, the, all these games right here from A&M on down, 6.30, 6.30, 2.30, 6.30, you know, they're going to yep. put them in prime time. They're not going to be playing no 11 a.m. game against any of these guys. No, no, it, it'll be – you're completely correct. Uh, I actually looked this up a few days ago. It's funny that you mentioned that. We didn't talk about this off pod, folks, so here you go. The one team that has had the most TBDs in the past 10 years is Alabama. Yeah. Because they wait for them to break through the first few weeks. Mm-hmm. Then schedule the times of the games. Now, people in the South, and I'm sure you will pontificate upon this, yeah. they take the week off. <laughs> like, yes, they do. Their RVs are parked there on Thursday morning. They don't uh, give a shit I, what time. I've seen some starts. certain <laughs> games, especially yeah. the bigger the game, I've seen some as early as uh, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Yep. Not a joke. Nope. Not a joke, people. Nope. I've actually seen a few. There have been a few back in the day when North Texas was competing for conference titles, when we would see a couple RVs out in the parking lot like Thursday morning. But, you know, that, that was in the past. The past's in the past. It's okay. <laughs> Got to live with it. I, I'm not able to make it to North Texas UNLV. I've been talking about it all year long, and it bugs the living crap out of me, but just too many things came up. So I, We haven't talked about it, and I assumed it, it was what a, it is. I assumed it was a no-go, so, yep. Yeah, I, I would have had it scheduled by now if that was going to happen. So. Yep. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Thank you for uh, the inflation. <laughs> you know, you know uh, off hitchhiking. <laughs> that. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Good times. Man, I just hope North Texas can make it to a bowl game and actually win a bowl game. More importantly, we haven't won a bowl game yet. It's, well, that's um, the problem with the, with those the group of fives. They always yeah. end up playing a power five conference team, and it's like, no, give, give them their own. You know, I, at that point, give them a game they can win. And, I'm sorry. Well, the other sad part is in the few games where North Texas was competitive in their bowl games, it's like a fourth and 12, 
uh, in the fourth quarter with like two minutes to go and you should be punting and they're like, or you should go for it. Like fourth and 12 from the 50 yard line. Go for like it. a minute to go in the game. You like, go for that anytime in the game. You're only well, giving up 25 yards. I'm sorry. But more importantly, it's a bowl game. Like you're in, right. you, you can't, you know, um, you can't lose any worse than losing the ball game. Um, I'm with you. I'm with and, you. and we actually saw this play out. This was probably ooh, at this point about eight years ago. Army went to play at North Texas. And my father-in-law being a West Point grad, we went to the game. Okay. Quick story for you guys. I'm going to knock this out quick. Army and North Texas are playing. Army is doing the Army thing, right? They're, they're running the ball up and down the field. They have like 700 yards of offense. On the other side, North Texas has 700 yards of offense, like 500 yards passing. Army scores a touchdown with a minute five left in the game. It is now 49-48. Okay, that's how far down the road we are. Army calls timeout. Army has already been announced for their bowl game. So they're not going anywhere else. They can't move up or down or any sort of, they're in the bowl game. It's already scheduled. They call timeout. My father-in-law said, what should they do? I said, they should go for two. It's not even a question. Go for two. North Texas hadn't stopped them running. You're running from the two yard line. You can easily make this. They come out of that timeout and they kick an extra point. North Texas proceeds to get the ball. They drive down the field. They kick like a 47-yard field goal to win the game. Why do you not go for the win right there? You, your bowl game can't literally change. You, nothing is going to change in your future. You just got to go for it. So that's the part about bowl games that bugs the living crap out of me, especially when I watch North Texas. I'm like, dude, go for it. What, what do you have to lose? You're already going to lose the game. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, it's brutal. Anyway, that's – that's part of the life of coming from a group of five school. <laughs> well, I, I I know we're I know we're not running horrible on time here. Uh, Go ahead. But long story short, I gotta I gotta ask this, and this is again this this is a quick fire that I should have asked earlier. But all right, who's the team in the top twenty five that you see that shouldn't be there? That should or should not? Should not. Uh, Texas. I mean, is that easy? Texas eighteen. Cincy. Mm. No, I, I got, they lost too much on both sides of the ball. It's possible. I mean, so, all it's going to take for them to be at the top 25 is one loss. Right. So if you're going to go off of that, then yeah, I mean, it's okay. Pretty, I mean, yeah. I mean, easy. if you want to break it down with power fives, I would, I would actually say that out of the power fives, I don't like pit there. Okay. So how about this is, um, when does Michigan fall apart? When does that happen? Uh, is it this year? I mean, excuse me, downloading. <laughs> so you want to talk about schedule well we're gonna like we're gonna like michigan very very early colorado state at home walk easy hawaii at home easy oh this is a trusted friend of the pod the university of connecticut hey uh they're actually gonna pull me in for that game i'm gonna play fifth string quarterback and i'll actually make it in the game well, that's kind of shitty because I'm fourth string quarterback. Well, it, hey, we'll both be there. It'll be awesome. Uh, yeah. Why don't Why don't we tie our legs together and we'll just be the fourth and fifth? You know, <laughs> we'll, we'll do the Bro- Byron Westwich up and down the field. They'll, they'll pick us up and we'll just go. <laughs> oh man! Oh, 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 
They, is that a 70 pointer? Is that a 70 burger on, on UConn? They get 10 touchdowns, you think? At the big house, 11 a.m. I, I've, got the, some, I've, got, I've got the line at 56 and a half. There's going to be some drunk kids playing that game. <laughs> they might get to 60. Hungover, drunk. There, I mean, there might be some extracurriculars on the sidelines. That's fair. <laughs> Absolutely fair. Oh my God, that's not no. That's that okay. But here's here's the shittiest part for them. Okay, they play narrowly. They got four home games to begin. That's easy. Penn State has to go to Purdue week one. Michigan's like, hey, we don't play a Big Ten game for four weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Cool. Tell me how fair the scheduling is. Um, they go to Iowa. Their fifth game. I don't. I don't know that that and I'm going to get to this question in, in a minute of like the teams that maybe should be in the top 20 box. Iowa was one I had like kind of circled, but at the Iowa, about, the big thing about playing Iowa is you got to have a stout defensive line. And there've been plenty of defensive linemen have gone to the NFL from Michigan. So if they I'm load gonna, up again, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give them that one. They, they play, close one, but they should do it. They play it's, at IU. It's the next three. Yeah. It's the next three. It's going to be at IU. Okay, so they play Penn State at home, Michigan State at home, with the okay. bye week in between there, which is a little different. But That's, still, they and here's the thing: they don't play Wisconsin this year. Yeah, they don't. They don't play Minnesota this year. Nope. There's, there's. So when you say when are they going to fall apart? That's a two week stretch where if they rang up an zero and two, I wouldn't be shocked. Penn State always plays them tough. Michigan mm-hmm. State's Michigan State. They go to Rutgers, home for Nebraska, and Illinois at home. Yeah. Then at the shoe. Right. I mean, I could see three to four losses here. You can you can you can schedule four games, but their schedule is not strong. No, not so at all. So when you ask me if it's gonna fall apart, where it would fall apart is a loss to somebody like Hawaii. Where it would yeah, fall apart fair. is a lot, I know, but like where it would fall yeah, apart right. a loss, a loss to Maryland and to his brother. Like yeah. that kind of stuff. And I don't I don't see the fall apart. And now I'm starting to understand the ranking. Mm-hmm. That's fair. So yeah. others receiving votes. Can you choose one of those teams that will finish in the top 25? A lot of teams receiving votes. Here's I'm sure my, you've seen well, the same here's, here's here's my Homerville. I'm gonna say Penn State. Penn State in the top 25, at least. Okay. Top 25. I also I, I I like him as a coach, so I'm gonna give him the nod. I'm gonna say LSU, and I also my third team, which this would be a darling, is San Diego State. Right. Um, I can see SMU sneaking in there once again if they're playing Houston and they win. If yeah, they got they gotta they gotta run it, but yes, they yep. gotta run it. Gotta um, run it. Boise State, another one. Yeah, and I mean they always they always end up there. So let's be honest. Uh, speaking of Homer picks, just because of where he used to coach and. I, I'm rooting for Napier in Florida. I I, I just am. He took Louisiana. Again, I, it, 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 the SEC East this year. It's hard. Don't get me wrong, but I would love to see him. You know, I, I like a nine and three year. I, I would love to see it. Oh, yeah, nine happen. and three in the SEC gets you. Yeah, she'll get you in there. So that'll get you in. All right. Well, uh, K Moss there, Senor. For oh. those who don't speak Spanish, K Moss. Anything else? So uh, I I will say this. I, I, I like the KMOS section. Do, of do the you have plot. do you have a articulate crazy thought? 
because the season's about to start. We've got some hectic stuff with the kids starting school. So, folks, we're yeah. peeling back the uh, the parent wall here. What's the crazy thing you wish happens this year? In college football? Yes. Oh. And not really, not not the relocation of teams. Like yeah, what, yeah, none of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, like, like what do you what do you want to happen? It probably won't, but you would love to see it. Oh, you know what? You know what? Even better. Let's start off with this. Of the top four, which one's not going to make? Which one of the top four is not going to make it? I mean, we got Bama, we got Ohio State, we got Georgia and Clemson. Oh, it's Georgia. It's Georgia. Okay. We're, we're, we're both on board with the SEC being a gauntlet compared to previous. Okay. So now, now what's your what's your crazy cray cray? Cray cray is that a power five team comes out of nowhere and is the Kansas. Remember when Kansas had the year where they went like yeah. 10 and 2 and went to the Orange Bowl? Yep. Right. I, I'm I'm thinking something like that. <laughs> Not necessarily a group of five team, literally a power five team that just, they keep winning, they keep winning, they keep winning. And all of a sudden we look up and we go, holy crap. I'm just going to use the team as the example. Um, holy crap. North Carolina is nine and oh, right. it's not like they're a bad team. It's not like they're bottom of their own conference, but they're just kind of a middling team, right? Better yet. What if, uh, I don't even know if they play each other this year, but let's just say, produce eight and one and now all of a sudden they're going to play Wisconsin, Michigan, or Ohio State, right? Yeah. And they got a shot at this. They got a shot of pulling the upset. So something like that. Um, but really my ultimate crazy thing would to see one or less SEC teams in the playoff. Because if that happens then it truly is pure chaos. Someone else has stepped up and really made a run. You're actually you're hitting you're hitting too many points that I that I like here. Um, yeah. Notre Dame, notwithstanding, because I don't. Yeah. Okay. I want everybody to have two losses. Okay. That's that. I want a year where everybody has two to three losses, and there's no justification for four teams. Like you're you're yeah. literally throwing a dart at a board, going, "Okay, that team's in. Okay, that team's in." Like it's. I want. I want a year of that. Now, when you say two losses, you mean everyone, including group of five teams? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I mean, okay. If, if a group My of point five is, teams does not. Right. Five, right. But Let's say all the power fives had two losses and there's a group of five that went undefeated. Are they not in? I mean. Right. Then schedule. Be, but I, mean, schedule that's, right? That, I mean, they have to run the table. So that's not chaos to me. Um, yeah. The chaos would be if, if, let's say, three group of five teams went undefeated. And then you had a team like, I'm using just the name, Alabama, right. where they had two losses. They won the SEC championship. Okay, they're going to go in. They're probably going to slaughter everybody. But, right. I mean, that again, it's chaos. Like, I would love a year of just, uh, you know, the NFL type of, of parody mm-hmm. just once. I want I want everybody to have a shot. I'm sorry. I'm sent to yeah. So Well, everyone can have a shot at the bar. Um, but you know what bars don't serve shots? What country? Greenland doesn't. Is damn that's my fucking guy. right. Those fucking goddamn ice monkeys. Anyway, I'm <laughs> wow. I really went off the rails all oh, the way into Greenland. You know what? You know what? You brought it up. It happened. It's yeah. live. This is what happens. So. This is what happens. Well, hey, there's host Brendan Peterman. I'm host Louis Fano. Find us on Hello. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your pods. Um, 
I'm glad to be back from COVID. No more deaths in the family or anything crazy. Hopefully we don't have any more illnesses and then we can do this on a, what I call a regular weekly basis starting next well, we're, week. We're, we're going to do our picks and we're going to do our, our you know, mm-hmm. week. And Hope we, to have, we, I'm, I'm working on it. It's in the works. I'm hoping to have a guest come on and talk to us about their school. So trying to get that lined we're up. We're working on that. Uh, Caleb, Caleb, here's your shout out. You're changing your schedule soon. You're going to be on. Yeah, got to do it, my friend. Got to do it. For sure. All right. Y'all take care, folks. Thanks, guys.